Hello, everybody, and welcome to Turn to Page 40, Zombie School. Something so blunt about that name, Zombie School. Are you... Zombie School. Ready for Zombie School? Uh, are you ready for Zombie School, sweetie? I mean, what makes it different to, to, to normal school? <laughs> sweetie, sweetie, your voice, it's gotten so deep. Kids waking up a couple hours before they can handle it and going off to school, not really learning anything, looking at their teachers with blank eyes. I call that a zombie school. <laughs> Sorry, that's a, that's an Australian father. That's every Australian father. Oh, there you are. <laughs> I, th I thought it was gonna, you were going to say, and that is um, a Dark Souls character I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, FromSoft haven't contacted me yet, despite yeah. my continuous, strenuous applications. Yeah, their their next uh their next game series. It's just gonna take place in a school. Just it's just gonna be kids. And it's it's a it's a wild like it's just gonna be normal school. It's basically like a life sim except there's dodge rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would have gotten so much more done in school if I had iframes. Yeah, <laughs> if I just knew to get adaptability to twenty, and then I could avoid so much more of the damage of school. It's true. It's basically the same, but with dodge rolling, some more iframes, and the teachers go, hey, a little bit more often. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it. You go into every single one of your classrooms at the start of the year, and you're just, like, scanning the teacher, like, are you patches? No. Are you patches? No. Are you... Anyhow, Anyhow, people who enjoy Dark yeah, Souls are familiar go. with that. For the rest of you, welcome, welcome back to, to Zombie, Zombie School. School, the Goosebumps book we're holding in our hand. There is... I mean, the art for it is good. It's... However, I don't know if I have almost anything to say about it. I have a couple things to say about it. So, okay. So, it is a, it is a zombie kid holding a lunch tray, looking up mm -hmm. at the camera. And it is the epitome of, do you have any games on your phone? <laughs> it is... He's got the drool coming down, and he's just staring at you so blankly. Also, his mm -hmm. pupils are different sizes. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, he's got, he's got the Bowie effect. So he got in a bar fight at one point, and one of them's permanently dilated since. People think that he has heterochromia, but he doesn't. He just has one dilated pupil. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say. I just made, mainly was like, that's all I could think of is, the, the cover looks like a zombie kid going, do you have any games on your phone? That's what you're it, missing it if you haven't does. seen it. Yeah. And the it, it is also kind of unique to be in a position where you have macaroni and uh, and what look like bean uh, bean stems on your plate, uh, and they are indistinguishable except for the color. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, uh, as someone who ate lunch in America at school, uh, that is just accurate, though. <laughs> Oh, right. Sorry. My apologies. This is a very accurately rendered picture of inside an American high school. Uh, well, my a, question is, what the hell is the thing in the bottom right? There's like a... It looks like a bun. So you one would say like, oh, it's probably like, I don't know, a burger? But underneath it, there's... <laughs> I don't... It looks like a burger that doesn't have a bottom bun. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it, it looks like a... A breaded loaf of some kind of meat stuff sitting directly under. It's wearing a, a roll as a hat, effectively. Yeah. It's not really a burger as much as a very, very jaunty uh, little katsu. It's strange. But, uh, you know, that's enough of the cover. 
On yeah, we, we don't go. get into goosebumps in order to go, mm, yes, that of course is completely normal and I feel nothing as a result. Let's move on. <laughs> Feeling strange is good. Beware me. Beware! <laughs> so I read this book from beginning to end. You are totally happy as you settle into your new school, Rainwash Boarding School. Only the best students go here. And you're sure to meet the kids of a lot of famous people, athletes, actors, even astronauts. But Rainwash isn't all it appears to be. Soon you realize that the teachers at the school are brainwashing the kids. <laughs> and you have to escape before you're next. But how? Maybe you should team up with the girl next to you, who seems just as freaked out as you are. But how can you be sure she's not another brainwashed zombie? You could try sneaking out as part of the class trip. But what'll happen if you get caught? I thought they would maybe be a, like, I, I, I got the the rainwash right away, you know, but uh, I got it when you said it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got the rainwash right away, and I thought they were gonna be cheeky with it, but then they're like, no, uh, we're actually just gonna say brainwash twice in the next two sentences. <laughs> 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 we're gonna leave. We're just gonna, we're not gonna hide that one in in the slightest. I dig it. I dig it. It's uh, feels open. Do you want to go to A Harvard or B Rainwash? Hmm. <laughs> I'd be kind of willing to go Rainwash. I'm pretentious. I'd just go, just go Rainwash. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. What's wrong with a little brainwashing, anyways? Nothing yeah, exactly. It. It's filthy in there. I look. You know when you see something and it just has enough folds. That you're like, mm, there's dust in there. I know it. If I yes. interrogated this with a vacuum, I would get a couple of bunnies out of you. Yeah. I'm certain. I'm certain that if you just flossed between the lobes of my brain, oh. that it, I don't know. I think it would help. I probably. I just had a visceral reaction to the thought of <laughs> using floss in my. I mean, hey. Anywho, accepted. The letter says. You still can't believe it, and you've read the letter a hundred times. But now you're on a bus headed towards Rainwash Boarding School. Yes, it's true, you got in, and with a full scholarship. Some of the most famous people in the entire country went to Rainwash Boarding School. You wonder who you'll be sitting next to in class. The kids of movie stars? Sports? Sports heroes? Maybe even astronauts. You fold the acceptance letter and glance around the bus. Most of the other kids seem just as jittery as you are. They may have famous parents, but the first day of school makes everyone nervous. You glance at your watch, and you should almost be there by now. You watch the dense forest go by outside. The thick trees block out the sun. Yikes, what was that? Looked like something big moving through the trees. You squint, pressing your face close to the, close to the glass. And there it is again. Leap to page two. A huge black dog stares at you from the trees. All right, next page. No, gonna do. What's the? What's? How do we save it? How do we save it? Um, its red eyes lock onto yours. Its long fangs glisten. You glance around the bus, and no one has noticed the creature. And when you peer back into the forest, it's gone. That's the freakiest dog I've ever seen. You think? The bus moves through a gate and winding up, uh, up a winding drive. Whoa. Rainwash is big and gray with towers and spires made of stone. Looks like an old castle. Excellent. You all pile off the bus. New students are assigned an older Rainwash student as a guide. 
After a quick visit to your new quarters, you have to get a homeroom. Your guide explains. You hand over your heavy suitcase and follow him. Wow! You shout when you get to your room. What a setup. You have your own computer, a stereo, and a TV. This is the best. Homeroom's just down this hall. Your guide tells you as he leaves. Don't be late. And don't get caught in the halls during class. No problem. You're so psyched to be here, you don't want to be late. You head for the door and spot a little piece of paper wedged between the two stones in the wall. What's that? You pry it out. Read on page three. Brainwash boarding school is brainwash boarding school. You couldn't let him let us try. <laughs> the brainwash boarding school is brainwash boarding school. The paper reads. <laughs> you snort. That's a good one. You head towards homeroom. The classroom isn't far, and soon you're settled into a desk. You glance at your homeroom teacher, totally weird-looking, you decide. She has a pinched face and long red fingernails. And really strange, she's wearing a monocle in one eye. I am Miss Sims. Welcome to Rainwash Boarding School. She begins. A place where the rules are very important. If you disobey the rules, you will get demerits. She continues. And any student who reaches 25 demerits will end up in the detention wing. Something about the way Miss Sims says the words sends a chill up your spine. What happens in the detention wing, you wonder? As if she can read your mind, the teacher explains. In the detention wing, we make examples of bad students. Maybe you'd like to see one of our examples. Miss Sims points at the door. It opens, and you all gasp. Open to page four. Standing in the doorway is a student about your age, but he looks totally weird. His skin is bluish-green, his eyes are unfocused as if he's staring at something a million miles away. His arms hang slack at his sides. Well, you think, what's wrong with him? He shuffles forward, and then he mumbles. It's good to obey the rules. His ragged voice makes your skin crawl. He, he looks like a zombie. The kid beside you whispers. He sure does, you think. What's going on here? Wait a minute. This must be some kind of a new student joke. This guy's not for real. Ha, they didn't fool you. Now this is what happens to bad students. Miss Sims threatens. Think about that, and I'll be back in a minute. She leads the zombie out of the room. You chuckle. Time to show everyone what a joke this whole thing is. You stride to the teacher's desk. Well, class? <laughs> you say, imitating Mrs. Sims' voice. Does anybody want to break rules now? A few kids laugh. You put Miss Sims' monocle in one eye. Yikes. What you see through it stops you cold. Grab a hold of page five. The classroom looks completely different. The chalkboards that were empty a second ago are now covered with words, Obey without question and work. Don't play. Your eyes fall on an open book on your teacher's desk. Through one eye, it seems like a normal textbook, but through the monocle lens, you see the same words over and over again. Never question authority. You glance at other students. 
Some are smiling, waiting for the next joke. But some of them look different through the monocle. Their eyes are glassy, their skin is greenish-blue. Hey, you think, they look like the zombie kid. And they have big red numbers on their clothes, like prison uniforms, you realize. What exactly is going on in this place? Then you hear footsteps. Mrs. Sims, Miss Sims, is coming back. You have to get back to your seat. Maybe you keep the monocle you can use to find out what's going on. But what if you get caught with it? Maybe you should just put it back. To keep the monocle, go to 58. To put it back on, go to 93. I do I do like the the implication of uh, of Mrs. Sims returning. <laughs> oh, sorry, kids. I have to step out into the hallway and become married. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we should keep this monocle, right? Like, I mean, number one, obvious. We are in a position of, like, John Carpenter's They Live. We can see, you know, the code under the code. Uh, there's also a bit of, uh, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, yeah, yeah, another brick in the wall kind of feeling here. I want to keep the monocle. I think it's better to know than not to know. I would like to keep the monocle as well. That, that lines it. I'll up. I'll meet you on 58. It's, it sounds like a more interesting story. I hope it's true that it's not going to kill us. <laughs> you decide to keep the monocle. There's more going on here than meets the naked eye. And the monocle might just be the only way to find out what it is. You slip it into your pocket and sprint to your desk. Miss Mrs. Newly betrothed Sims enters just as you reach your seat. She explains that all classes will head to the assembly hall soon. But first she'll call the roll. She peers for a, she peers for a moment at her desk, puzzled, as if looking for something. Dinner. Did any of you happen to see my monocle? She asks. You sure hope no one tells on you. But as you watch in horror, a dozen students raise their hands. And you realize they're the ones who looked like zombies through your monocle. Gulp. Looks like you're in trouble. Get turned in on page 42. Well, These absolute gosh dang knocks. No knocks. solidarity with their fellow students whatsoever. I mean... Even if I was brainwashed, I still wouldn't be a narc. <laughs> Arms folded. 42. Billy? Miss Sims points at a zombie student. Who took my... Ring! The bell sounds. Oh dear. The teacher mutters. I didn't even have time to call the roll. And now you must all go to assembly hall. Woof. Saved by the bell. The students head for the door, and you jump into the middle of the crowd. Roll was never even called, you reason. That's been said so many times now. <laughs> Roll never even called, you reason. So no one even knows your name. You're safe for now. Oh. You head for the assembly hall. Crowds of students surge out of every classroom. As you walk, you check out the rest of the school. Seems normal enough, you think. Murals along the halls, drinking fountains, rows of lockers. Maybe the stress of being in a new school is just getting to you, you reason. Maybe you just imagine what you saw through the monocle. You slip it out of your pocket and sneak it into your eye for a quick glance around. Take a peek on page 107. Uh, I, I just can't imagine an action less surreptitious than slipping a monocle out of your pocket and just <laughs> popping it in your eye to have a quick look around. <laughs> Just just first day of school things. Oh, it's Monocle Kid. 
That's it's a normal you, one. The only two ways it could be less surreptitious or more conspicuous, rather, is if you were uh, to pull up opera glasses or a pince-nez. <laughs> uh, I would like to see it. I don't know what the second thing you said was. Uh, Pontenay. So you might be familiar with this, uh, with this from uh, Teddy uh, Roosevelt had one. Mm. It pinches the bridge of the nose and uh, otherwise just has a chain that goes down to the neck. Yes. Okay. Yeah. True, true. Oh my God, Pontenay. It's probably French for pince nose. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ponce my nay. <laughs> Butter my grits and Ponce my nay. We're on 107. <laughs> You're right. The stress of being in a new school is getting to you because this school is whacked out. Your breath catches in your chest as you gaze through the monocle. Through its lens, you can see that murals on either side of the hallway have hidden messages in them. Never think for yourself. Work is better than play. Never be in the hall without a pass. One is a little bit less sinister than others. You glance quickly through the monocle at the students crowding the hall. Just like in the classroom, a lot of them have bluish-green skin and glassy eyes. Numbers on their clothes that are invisible without the monocle. Playing isn't really that much fun. You hear one numbered student proclaim. That's right. Another agrees. Work is much better. Whoa, you think. They talk just like the slogans on the walls. What's that all about? You haven't pieced together still. You feel a hand on your shoulder. Gulp. Hey, what's that you got there? A voice asks. Take a look on page 60. You turn around and the voice belongs to a student. You catch a glimpse of him through the monocle before you cram it back into your pocket. His skin's normal color, not blue. Oof, that makes you feel better. Those zombie students creep you out. Um, uh, nothing. You stammer. It's just this thing I found on the floor. He shrugs and turns away. You peer around the assembly hall and see a big sign that says Class Selection. There are sign-up sign tables along the walls and someone hands you a class selection form. Well, you guess better use it. Pick your classes. Write down four of them in... Wait, four of them in any order from the list below and be sure to include the room numbers. When you finish class selection, the bell rings. So, the classes we have to choose from, these are obviously going to be page numbers. Yeah? Like, mm -hmm. we have to pick four out of the following six. Art, Computing, English, Gym, History, Science. So... I think probably the fastest and easiest way for us to generate a list here is for each of us to go in a serpentine That's manner what picking I was two. Gonna say. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I was gonna, a draft, but we're all both on the yeah. same team. <laughs> Precisely. All right. Uh, you go first. Sure. I'm going to elect to take computing first. One, two, two. I would like art. One, oh, three. Mm -hmm. Are you writing these down or should I? I, I am. Okay. Um, I would also like to take English on 13. Gym, history, or science? You know, I would never want to take pick gym, but for some reason it's tempting. It's between gym and science. Mm. Gym, science, gym, science. Let's go science. Let's do it. Alrighty. I will say, with this uh, draft system, we have picked the four I would have picked. <laughs> I, me too. 
too. <laughs> not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't think we were at much risk of deviating that far from it, to be honest. I mean, I was thinking there was a... Ch- I, I, I was trying to pull myself to pull Jim just to pull, pick something that I wouldn't pick. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was just like, maybe I should be a little bit quirky and take Jim just because it's, I just don't, I don't want to. I liked the time when we played tennis and Jim. I didn't like anything else. Mm. I liked dodgeball. I liked dodgeball too. Let's, you know what? Let's stop this podcast and play dodgeball instead all right let's go play dodgeball we'll see you in a couple of however long it takes to get to america and back all right let's pause real quick pause okay and then we'll be back in uh just a few seconds (sighs) that was a tough game of dodgeball i've got bruises all over how do you throw like that i have steroids (laughs) the end that'll make sense yeah i was like (laughs) my my steroids are not strong enough clearly for me to compete on the same level i have yeah i have uh i i've got the new sequel i got the sequel to stay (laughs) (laughs) yeah steroid to electric boogaloo um all right so we're supposed to go to page 135 it's sorry we picked our classes it's been months since we you know read that uh you look up from your brand new schedule time to go to class several teachers instruct the students fine you think maybe there you can find out more about what's going on turn to the page that corresponds with the room number of your first class what for example (gasps) art is room 103 if it's your first class go to page 103 (gasps) what okay so which one did we do first one, two, three is computer studies. All right. One, two, three. All right. Ah! Ah, you yell. You turn and run from the vicious... What? What? One, two, three? Comp? Hello? Uh, one, oh, two, two. one, two. It has to be one, two, two. It was one, two, three. <laughs> Time Anyhow. for computer class. You turn and run from the vicious-looking computer as fast as you can. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why we started this out by yelling. I mean, like, class ah. just started, so I can understand it from that perspective, but otherwise, it's a bit out of ordinary. Ah, you deleted a file you didn't want to. Uh, <laughs> oh. Room 122 is full of brand new computers. One for each desk. You sit down and your computer flicks on automatically. Wow, this is sweet. The girl next to you proclaims. The teacher clears her throat. <clears throat> Today, we're going to find out how much you know about computers. She announces. You can use your computer to do anything you want. Surf the internet, send email, look up information about the school, whatever. Just start working. No problem, you think. You've always had a knack for computers. The girl next to you jumps into her work, but as you try out the programs, your head starts to feel funny. You glance around the room, all the other students seem strangely sleepy. Even the girl next to you is slowed down, her face looking slack and tired. Pretty good machines, huh? You say to her. Must work, she murmurs. Work is important. Hmm. Maybe you should take a quick look through your monocle and see what's up. You put the little lens to your eye and take a look on page 36. 
Interesting. Maybe there's no monocle list path because we got to choose classes and on the first class page, it's a monocle yeah. reference. Yeah. Or the other, I mean, there could be a whole other path that is just monocle list percent, perhaps. Mm. I think that's glitchless. Um, what you see makes your heart beat faster. Hidden messages flash on your computer screen. Obey without thinking. Don't question authority. Work all the time. There are hundreds of messages going by, and it feels like they're zooming straight into your brain. No, you think. This computer's been programming you. There must be some way you can turn off these messages. You fiddle with a button on your monitor, and the messages seem to fade away. Whew. You decide it's safe to put away the monocle now. Now what? Maybe you should have a look at the school's database. Might help you find out what's going on here. Or you could send an email to your parents. You could tell them to come and get you out of this freaky place. What should you do? School database 105 to send an email. Page 66. Um. When has contacting parents ever worked in the Goosebumps? Yep. Which is it's, like, it's what strange. a bad message for kids. <laughs> Just like... I guess I could see the possibility of, you know, like, it avoiding the bad messaging of, like, oh, it gets intercepted, and, you know, on their side, they receive the email, uh, hello, parents, I am having a lovely time, please send more money, something like that. Uh, I'm, I'm a little worried that the school's database is also probably not especially impactful. Like, the teacher's like, oh, you know, check out the database if you want to. What, are we going to just log into the database and it's going to be like, actually, we're an evil school. We just really hoped no one was going to open this PDF and check it. <laughs> well, it, it wouldn't even be a PDF, right? It's a database. So it's yeah. some sort of Excel database. I mean. Some sort of file system like that. Who knows? It's, it's way back when. Um, hey, exactly. I... I definitely don't want to send the email to the parents because I am so certain that it's just going to be the the sanitized version of it get through to the other side and we think we've done something, but we haven't. Then, boy, do I have good news for you about making a decision. There's only one other one. <laughs> so, oh, that makes it easy. 105 Let's head over it to 105. You click on the school's database. Information about the school's founder, Dr. Rainwash, pops onto the screen. Seems he's invented a way of using hidden messages to make people think a certain way. Wow, they really just have that there, don't they? <laughs> they okay, just... so never mind. You do just double-click the database.exe and it pops up a screen that says, We are evil. Here is how. Yeah. Uh, Andros says, Don't look at this game manual that says you shoot my hands. I just... I Okay. Uh information about the school's founder yep hidden messages to make people think a certain way cool you think just like the hidden messages all around the school and in the computer this is fun almost as much fun as obeying wait what was that and why did you think it could the computer's hidden messages be working on you you thought you turned them off oh well does doesn't matter you wish you had some work to do because work is good you raise your hand and the teacher comes over could you give me some work, please? You ask. Work is good. That's funny. That's not how you usually talk. But this teacher seems to understand. Why don't you write your parents a letter, telling them how you want to stay here at Rainwash for the next vacation and do lots and lots of work, she suggests. You try and shake your head no, but you can't. 
work your way to page 25. So we're going to... Don't send an email is the send an email path? Mm -hmm. Come on. You nod. <laughs> I'll stay here during the next vacation. You decide. And maybe even the one after that to do lots and lots of work. Now, start on that letter. The teacher orders. You click on the word processing program. As you write your letter, you hear a funny sound. As if there's a voice screaming in your head, saying that you don't want to work all the time, that you like going on vacations. That doesn't make sense. Working is the best thing ever. Besides, the teacher told you to write this letter and obeying's good. Well, with that attitude, we have a feeling you'll be obeying the teachers here at Rainwash Boarding School for a long time. And while you're following orders, obey this. Close this book because you've reached the end. I'm closing book. How did you read the end of that sentence? Dutifully, I obeyed and closed the book as soon as the instruction was issued, reader. It didn't come to a conclusion because it didn't... You need to make sure you read it to the end in case it says, close this book and turn around and then go do five jumping jacks. You don't want to... Mm. If you miss the full instruction, it's so much worse than even just doing it half. You know? It's it's one of those tests that the final question is, ignore the rest of the test, stand up, give the high five to a professor, and then leave to get full points. Something like that. Yeah. It, it reminds mm. me of this... Um, of a website when I was like, oh, I was like a teen and there was this homemade, you know, like website of someone who was probably also 18 and they had mm -hmm. a, a terms of service that they made for their own website. And you went through the whole thing and there's like a big button that's like, you know, I've accepted and I've read this and then you hit submit. But in the middle of the terms of service somewhere, it said, if you actually read the terms of service, click the the link period at the end of this sentence. And there, there was the period had a hyperlink on it. And you just had to click mm. that. And it's just so sneaky. And it's like... Crafty. It's crafty. And also it's like, you really don't want someone to just read your, I don't know, teen blog? <laughs> I feel like a teen only wants Not people without... to read their teen blog. <laughs> Not without fully reading and agreeing to the terms of service, I just wouldn't feel it a conscionable act for me to allow people to read my content without <laughs> fully signing over their rights. <laughs> signing over your rights so you can hear my teenage musings about how she just looked at me kind of weird today. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't like me anymore. I thought we were friends. You know, that has to be behind... At least 10 rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now people just post that to close friends on Instagram. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Only yes. Uh, so I guess we're going to send an email instead of sending an email. Because I think maybe I sending think an email will help instead of sending an email. Let's, you uh, let's send an email instead of the email that we okay, intended. Okay. Maybe this one will work. You click on the email program and the chattering sound of... A modem connection comes from the computer. A window, a window to write your email in pops open. You type your parents' address and start a letter. You want to read this? I think something funny is going on here at Rainwash. All the students seem like zombies or something. I found this monocle that shows hidden messages everywhere. It's almost as if they want to program the students. Ding. 
a message box pops up on your computer. Report to the detention wing immediately. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> what you were writing in this was actually being monitored. You're caught. The teacher stands. You, She puts a firm hand on your shoulder and leads you to the door. Two men in uniform wait outside to escort you to the detention wing. Head over to page 28. Why is it in... It's so like quick. It's the immediate yeah. punishment. <laughs> yeah. My oh my. Well, it looks like maybe going to the detention wing is not... Huh. We'll see. Well, Deten it can't be lethal. It's our only safe path here. I mean, yeah, unless it's like going to be, you know, maybe one, only one of the correct classes is an option. Like, you know, I would hate that. I wouldn't like that format, but maybe that's what it is. Fingers crossed it's not. Detention wing reads the sign on the wall. No, your mind screams. You remember the empty-eyed zombie student from the detention wing in your homeroom. Are you going to wind up like him? You glance around with the room full of nervous students. Sun in and sit down. Orders an uninf <laughs> an uninformed <laughs> uniformed card. <laughs> I don't know much, but I do know you will be tested on the order in which you arrived. Tested, you think? How? And on what? You write your name in a big musty book by the door. Uh oh, you stare at the book. There must be thousands of names in here. You sit in an empty chair. One of the students are one of the one by one. I'm dying. The students are called to be tested. They disappear behind a big metal door at one end of the room. When the first student comes back out, he looks normal, not like a zombie at all. You think this place isn't so bad after all? But then the second student returns. Her face is now a ghastly bluish green. Her eyes are completely empty. Maybe she failed the test. The third student doesn't come out at all. Then the guard calls your name. Yikes! It's your turn! Take your turn on page 99. Which Goosebumps book did... <laughs> you try and... It was uh, TikTok, you're dead, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is, this is, the, <laughs> this is a partial framalizer. A partial framalization. Yeah, I, hey, that'd be a, that'd be a good pull. Or is it just going to be monster blood for the fourth time? Uh, you mm. try and stand up, but your legs are trembling too hard. The guard barks your name again. He glares angrily around the room, and you shrink down into your seat. Maybe if you just sit here, he'll call the next name. Then you could try and sneak out somehow. You know you don't want, don't want to take the detention wing test, but what if you can't get away? If you get caught, you're in more trouble than ever, but what should you do? Take the test on 81 or keep quiet and try to escape. On page 128. Rito, yeah. I strongly feel like we should try and escape. And here's my reasoning. What, are they going to put us in detention? I'm already here! That is true. I mean, yeah? <laughs> That's my full argument. <laughs> I'm, I'm, down to, I'm down to try and run. My only thing is I'm curious what the quiz is. But... Let's go to I too have curiosity about that. Let's cheese it. You keep quiet. No way are you taking that test. The guard sighs disgustedly and stomps back to the book. He calls the next name. Yes, you think. It worked. But how are you going to get out of here? You stand up, pretending to stretch. 
The guard's not looking. You head for the detention wing exit. Your hand reaches the knob, but it won't open. Your name's not been called, the guard announces. Oops, you think. Busted. Sit down until you're called, the guard tells you. You stammer. Sit down, he barks. You sit and sit and sit. Because your name is never called again. You only get one chance to take the test in the detention wing. Now it looks like you'll be in detention forever, which makes this the worst end ever. Why? You know, all of the ends where we were, you know, uh, crushed, murdered, uh, dematerialized, fully framalized, stepped on, decapitated. Uh, all of our friends abandoned us. We, you know, were in the vacuum of space. Yep. You know, all of these kinds of endings. Um, Sad they don't even time. hold a candle to the idea of being in detention have forever. You, have you considered sit long time? Mm, your pushy might get oh, all, all numb. Oh, oh no. My little patoot. My patoot. <laughs> okay, that would be the worst ending ever, to be fair. Yeah. Don't want to get a smushy patoot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't want to get a smushy tushy. <laughs> oh no, it was right there. I was right there. So close. I think we've got to take this test on page 81. There's no way to escape, you decide, glancing around the well-guarded room. Here! You cry. The guard points towards the metal door. You walk through the door. A white-haired woman sits behind a huge desk, and she peers at you over her glasses. You shudder. Something in her eyes is positively evil. I am Miss Pierce. You are here because you can't follow the rules, she begins. But even students with behavioral problems are sometimes useful, if they're smart. Useful? I wonder what that means. I'm going to give you a test, Miss Pierce announces. It'll consist of just one logic problem. Nope. You sit down. There is a mill with seven corners, she begins. In each corner stands three bags. On each bag sit seven cats. Then the miller and his wife come into the mill. How many feet are now in the mill? Uh, um, you stall. What kind of question is that? You'll never figure it out. Answer the question, Miss Pierce barks. Now. Uh, okay. So there's a mill with seven corners? Hmm. Mm, mm. So this is a, uh, a, 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 a what, what's the word I'm looking for? A, is it heptagonal? Because it'd be, wait, if it's six sides, does it have seven corners? That doesn't make sense. It have seven sides and seven corners. It's septagonal. Uh, there are, you know, 21 bags total. There... I mean, surely the answer has to be much more than 20. Theoretically, it's so many more than 20. Is it not? Like... On yeah, there's three bags in every corner, so there's twenty theoretically twenty one bags that all have seven cats on them. I'm saying, like, even if you had like one leg per, I just don't get it. Yeah, if What's, these are all normative Millers, Millers' wives and cats, that is to say, uh, have have the the default mode amount of legs. 
then we have 88 in it, this mill altogether. It's basically just, is there something screwy that we missed? Like, did they do a, a ha-ha gotcha that we missed is basically the whole thing. And I, I'm too tired to think. <laughs> I would rather be got. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just say the math seems to imply that is far more, far more than 20. But we shall see. My pages are stuck together. There we go. It's a lot of feet. You tell Miss Pierce. I mean, it's got to be at least night wrong. Oh, my God. Miss Pierce cuts you off. There are only four feet in the mill. Cats have paws. Oh, no, you blew it. Get ready to become a zombie. The old woman cackles. She pushes a button on her desk. What's happening? Chair tilts back. Metal cuffs clamp over your wrists. Robot hands sprout from the back of the chair, and they grab your head and point it upwards. You see a huge TV on the ceiling. Words race by on the screen. Crazy, crazy slogans like, Find the bad students. Student spies are cool. Fill your mind. No, you're being brainwashed. You clamp your eyes shut, but the robot chair's fingers pry your eyelids apart. You have to watch. The slogans swirl through your head. Finally, the chair releases you. Ow, oh, what a headache. Now, for some reason, you don't feel like a zombie. Well, back to class. Miss Pierce orders. To start your new job. You echo. Job? Oh, you echo. Spying. She answers. So we can catch other bad students before they break the rules. Spy your way to page 79. Okay, so this might be a fail, but if it was, this is good data to have. It is indeed. I can't believe she turned us into an arc. It's true, it's true. Uh, hold on. What page was, what page was that? That was, that was? Ooh, I don't recall. I think it's 52. Okay, sorry. I just, all right. All good. Currently on 79. Yes. No way! You shout. I won't spy on other kids! That's what you think. <laughs> Miss Pierce cackles. She hands you a new schedule. It says you're spending the next period in the library. The library's calm after this awful day. You can't help overhearing two students whispering to each other. This place is really weird. One mutters. Yeah. The other answers. All the students act like someone's replaced their brains with oatmeal. You try and ignore them, but something strange starts to happen. Your head starts to ache badly. Your brain feels like it's about to explode. You have to make the pain stop. You walk over to the students. Hi, you say, and instantly your head feels better. The students start talking to you. As they tell you their suspicions about rainwash, your head starts to hurt again. You don't want to, but maybe you should turn them in. Maybe the only thing that'll stop the pain. What should you do? Narc or do not? Hmm, okay. Well, I'm going to meet you on the not page. Yep. Narc. Narc or not. It's the new uh, YouTube show where we take celebrities and make them narc or not. <laughs> I do like the idea of the not episodes where it's just <laughs> someone who's like, I'm not telling you anything. Yeah. All right. Well, as it turns out, not was not a not. Boo, 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 boo. And it's another short one. Sorry, gang. 
Sorry, Jay. Hey, but this is going to get a lot of traction on uh, Instagram reels and over on TikTok, so it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> full interview full... in the single clip. We're yeah. all done. Katy Perry, not a narc. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Katy Perry has kind of narc energy. You're not wrong. <laughs> you decide to mind your own business. You go back to your chair trying to ignore the pain. But you can't. Your head pounds like someone's beating you with a baseball bat. No, you think. You have to be a spy and you can't stand it anymore. You try and find the two students again, but the pain is so intense you can't even see. Uh-oh, you think? You waited too long. As your vision grows dark, you wonder if your head really will explode. Sure feels like it will. Which makes this the most horrible end. Make up your mind, book. What's... We have seen more horrible ends than this. Alright, page 29. To Narc. Katy Perry style. <laughs> <laughs> you decide to turn in the two students. You don't want to do it, but you can't take the pain. Peering over their shoulders, you read their names from their class schedules, and then you take them... You head back to the detention wing. You give the names to Miss Pierce. I told you you'd cooperate. <laughs> she cackles cruelly. You feel guilty at first, but suddenly an incredible feeling comes over you. It's as if your head is full of the most wonderful smells and tastes and sounds. Wow. After a few minutes, you feel normal again. That was your reward, Miss Pierce explains. Now go catch some more bad students. No way, you insist, but you can't help yourself. Every time you hear students grumble or complain, you just have to turn them in. Hey, we can't resist asking, would you like some cheese? Because you turn into a real rat in the end. Oh! Get him! Get us! Get him! Oh, get us! Get us! Slam! <laughs> you slammed us. You really made us make that decision and then told us that it was a bad decision, Spec Ops. Well done. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, yeah. We so have to... wait, is this every resolution to the computer class is a dead no. end? No, 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 no. Uh, cat paws are not feet path, which is 46. Ah, oh, yes, of course. Completing the test appropriately. What page would that be on? 46. 46. You remind yourself. Okay, we're about to get blasted. <laughs> You remind yourself that Miss Pierce said that this was a logic test and not a math test. Forget all that multiplication. Damn it. There are only four feet in the mill, you answer. Cats don't have feet. They have paws. <sighs> You're right. <sighs> I call my cat's paws feet. I go, look at your little feet, is what I do. If I... If I go and open Google and I type in cat's feet, it will 100% show me images of paws. It will tell me all about paws. And there will probably be one site that's like cat's feet, often known as paws. What is a cat's <sighs> foot called? A paw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, actually, sorry. Uh, goats don't have children. They have kids. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's a fun tree effect. But it's also the child of that goat. Yep, yep, yep. What? <laughs> oh, this is... I just... I, I love when you go to Google and it, like... It shortens... 
it, it takes away some of like the key words that would make something grammatical when it's like other things searched for. And it goes, mm-hmm. why do <laughs> why does cat put paw on me? <laughs> <laughs> Cat pull. Why does cat put paw on me? <laughs> when my cats put their paws on me, I'm just gonna. Sorry, their feet. Oh, I've been brainwashed. Uh, oh yeah. I'm gonna go. Why? Why cat? Why cat put paw on me? I'm gonna look at the, them dead in the eye. Why can't put paw on me? Okay. Uh, page <laughs> forty. What six? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget all that multiplication. There's only four feet in the middle, you answer. The cats don't have feet, they have paws. You're right. Miss Pierce grumbles. She seems disappointed. Whew, you passed. Now you won't get turned into a zombie. You're smarter than you look. She admits. Smart enough to be useful. Take this book and go in there. Miss Pierce points at the door. Oh, you think? That's not the door you came in. You glance at the book she gave you. Ancient Greek history, the cover reads. We didn't pick that class. You shrug and go through the door into a room. It's full of students reading intently. That's funny. They all seem to be wearing weird hats. You sit, open the book, and pretend to read. Out of the corner of your eye, you peek at the student next to you. Wait a minute, you think? She's not wearing a hat. Ah, it's some kind of tentacle on her head. Head to page 133. What? Yeah, it's about brain slugs o'clock. Oh my god, this is like... Barely any pages left in the book after that. Oh my. Right in the back. Your eyes Mm -hmm. scan the room wildly. It can't be, but it is. Tentacles, like an octopus. Clutch each of the students by the head. The tentacles all lead to the back of the room, where they're attached to a giant horrible creature. It's covered with scales and has a huge head. You've got to get out of here. You spring to your feet, but it's too late. The tentacle wraps around your head and forces you back into the chair. Read to me. What? There's some kind of voice in your brain. Read to me about ancient Greek history. (laughs) Ah! Let me out of here! (laughs) Can, Can I get a... Why do cat put paw on me? Why do cat put paw on me? <laughs> Let me out of here, you yell. No! The voice shouts. You have to read to me, or I'll suck your brain dry. A dizzying sensation comes over you. The creature wasn't kidding. It's starting to empty your brain. You open the book and read. The brain-sucking sensation goes away. But as you read the words in the book, you feel them flowing out of your brain. They're flowing straight into the tentacle on your head. Go to page 120. You gotta get out of here. You sit and read, trying to figure out what to do. But maybe you could just read really fast, like so fast that the brain sucker can't keep up. Yeah, like maybe you could clog it up or something. But what if that just makes it smarter? Or on the other hand... You can just try and yank the tentacle off your head and run for it. To clog up the brain sucker's brain, turn to page 90. To run for it, run for page 96. I like the thought that we're scared that 
giving it even more knowledge about ancient Greek history will help, will make it stronger at beating us. <laughs> what if it studies uh, our modern and flotilla combinations? What if it understands the Trojan horse strategy? Oh no. <gasps> what if it runs a phalanx against me? That's what I was gonna. That's the only one I had. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If it helps at all, I'm pretty sure Flotilla is uh, Spanish. <laughs> oh, no. Well, hey, I didn't know. I, I, sorry, somebody, a tentacle already sucked that knowledge out of my brain. I, mm. Yeah. I do. Should we, uh, should we try and clog this bad boy really, up with info? I really want to clog. I want to brain clog. Just, like, I feel like I live every day with brain clog. I want to, I, I just want to go for it. Page 90. Yeah, I just, I, I want to feed all of the rest of this. I want my brain clog to work for me for once. Mm -hmm. You decide to read as fast as you can. You zip through the books, read reading until your eyes start to bug out of your head. Mm, the voice purrs. Ancient Greek history. No, you think in dismay it's not whoa, working. Whoa, whoa, but... whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I am taking the voice. I know. I'm just trying. I was I trying must. to. I was just trying to meme the speed read part to clog it. Oh, I see, I see, I see. <laughs> I couldn't wait. The joke per did not permit. Please take the voice. We've zipped through the book, speed reading until our eyes begin to bug out of our head. The voice purrs. Ancient Greek history. No, you think in dismay. It's not working. But what if everyone in the room does the same thing? Read as fast as you can! You shout to the other kids. The girl next to you looks puzzled for a moment, but then she starts to read furiously. Her eyes scan the words faster and faster as you plunge back into your book. No, slow down! The voice complains. No, that's too many words at once! Yes, it's working! You start to hear the voices of other students in your head as they read faster. Algebra and chemistry and social studies all echo through your brain. Their thoughts are leaking over to you. The brain sucker must be losing control. Everyone read like crazy! You yell. No! The brain sucker protests. Ah! Read page 94. That, I, just, I like how blunt that one is. Read page 94. Pop. The tentacle falls from your head. You're free. The brain sucker couldn't take all that information at once. You glance over at the brain, huge brain sucker and you realize it's not so huge anymore. It's shrinking. <coughs> it cries. Now it's more like a medium-sized octopus. <coughs> it yells. Whoops. Make that a teeny tiny octopus? I'm assuming it squeaks. It's gone. Which brings this rainwash adventure to a really tiny, but satisfying end. I mean, I mean that doesn't... This is... Neutral at best for an ending. <laughs> we have escaped a tentacle. No one gave us a car. We don't have a TV show. And God forbid, we do not have a bike. We don't even know that we're out of the school. <laughs> That's true. They could easily just put another one on. It's just, we escaped what in another, in like any other path, would just be like, okay, now make another decision. <laughs> like... I mean, wow. 
All right. I guess we go. Should we? Should we just curiosity for rounding out the entire path? Go to like ninety six or something. Yeah. Take that's it off the go. head. All right. You decide to run for it. You grab the tentacle on your head and pull as hard as you can. Stop! The brain sucker's voice screams in your mind. No way! You shout, yanking at the tentacle. Oh dear. The brain sucker thinks. Not another zombie. What does it mean by that, you wonder? Pop! The tentacle finally starts to come loose. Whoosh! What's that sound in your head? You can't think about that now. Run! Oh, weird, you think. Working so slowly and clumsily, you stumble to the door and reach to open it. Miss Pierce stands on the other side. Oh dear, if only you children wouldn't always try to escape like that. Now all your brains are leaked out. Well, back to class with you, I guess. You stumble back to class. After all, you have to obey. That's all a brainless zombie can do in the end. Well... This is remarkable. They let us take four classes, but we're only allowed to do one. <laughs> yeah, I do wonder what, if what's up with that. So yeah, that's that fully exhausts every possible option in the uh, the computing class. I guess I thought they'd be more like interconnected, and then there's like mm. there's literally there's no way there's no way to logic or like without literally saying I guess we go all the way back. To, to get to another class. I thought it'd be like, well, then go on to your next class. And maybe that is the thing in one of the other ones. Maybe it's like a quick, short death, and then they go, go to the next class in your list. Mm. I don't know. Well, that, I it, am legitimately quite deeply surprised by this. I am as well. It, it brings us to a weird situation where we're 57 minutes in. I don't feel fully satisfied by the path but if another one is just that long then we got a problem like so i mean i don't what do you want to do you want to you want to take a look down one of the other i think we should at the What's, absolute least art? because let's go to art yeah exactly uh, at the absolute least because the first was my selection in computer and it would be nice if we also managed to pursue your first draft in mm, art mm, mm, mm. what number was that uh, 103. 103. 103. I have a sneaking suspicion since it's the first one, it might be like a quick death. You know, it was the first one on the list. Mm -hmm. So my hunch is like, that, that ain't gonna be good. I'm surprised that you can get a good ending on the second one. And then just, uh, it's just, it is a surprising format. I don't know. Hey, all right, 103. You're glad it's time for art class, the nicest sounding class on your schedule. Room 103 has a long table. Lying on it is a huge stretched canvas with shapes already penciled in. Sort of like a color-by-numbers set. The teacher, a woman with paint smeared on her smock and glasses, passes around the paints. She orders you all to fill in the canvas. It's not a very creative art class, you think. You take another look at the shapes drawn on the canvas. When the painting is done, it kind of just looks like another one of those murals in the hall. The kind with those secret messages? You slightly put on your monocle in front of your eye and peer at the canvas. There's no hidden messages on the mural. Maybe once the paint is applied? You turn and see if an open can wait, and see an open can of paint sitting unused on a low shelf. Oh, it's bright red. So bright that staring at it makes you dizzy. 
you remove the monocle and stare into the can again. Without the monocle, the paint looks perfectly clear. You feel yourself smile. This gives you a great idea. You find yourself drawn to page 23. You wait until the teacher isn't looking. Then you reach over and dip a brush in the quote-unquote red paint. Can. You try in a few dabs on the mural. They're invisible until you peer at them through the monocle. It, yeah, it looks like your idea could work. What if your paint, you painted your own slogan onto the mural? You could write whatever you want and no one would see it. But just like the other hidden messages, maybe it would change the way people around here think. You could write, let us go home or play is fun. After all, you want to do something. You can't just wait around until you wind up brainwashed. Of course, if the teacher saw your message with a monocle, you'd, they'd know something was up. And if you get caught, you'll probably be in a whole lot of trouble. You remember the homeroom example student that spent the detention wing? You don't want to end up like that. Should you risk it? If you want to paint your own invisible slogan, go to 31. Or forget the whole idea, go to page 130. <laughs> Classically, we do not need to be scared of the detention wing. We've been there, we've seen the horrors, and we've existed in that space for forever, canonically at least. We conquered another it. timeline. Perhaps it's time to raise a little hell. I'm yeah, I'm down with it. I'm also confused, like what would what, what would just forget about the idea even be? Like just just I guess you would just, <laughs> yeah, con just... continue class, I guess. I, I guess. <laughs> Instead, you write the original slogans. Work is fun. <laughs> play is garbage. Uh, you decide to risk it and paint your own slogan. Maybe you can beat brainwash boarding school at its own game. You watch the teacher carefully. Once your back is turned, you jump into action. You dip your brush into the invisible paint, and then you reach out and paint the first thing that comes into your head. Let us go home in huge letters. And you maybe should write a message for your fellow students. And maybe you should write a message for your fellow students, something to help them break out of the zombie mode? Think for yourself, you scrawl. You put the monocle away and stare at your work. Cool, it works. Just gazing at the painting makes you feel more in control, more alert. But that feeling disappears when you hear the art teacher's voice. Oh, really nice work, she comments. You gulp and turn around, and as you see her face, you suddenly remember she's wearing glasses. Can she see what you've done through them? Feast your eyes on page 101. Hell yeah. The art teacher is always the one in solidarity with the students of like, look, I know the rules are dumb. I know that you know this class is blah, blah, blah. It's, it's always the, the art teacher who's a bit more of a outcast working outside. It's true. I shout out to art teachers. You're shout the out to art teachers. You're the real ones. Down with shout out to art teachers, except for the one who sat me down in year eight and was like, "Sorry, you're not allowed." Literally, you shouldn't really have a, a personality until year ten. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, I, <laughs> I. Yeah, no, I'm actually going to rescind my shout-out to my uh, <laughs> senior year. Actually, art screw teacher art teachers. No, that's she, she, math yeah. teachers is where it's at. Yeah, she took me, she singled me out, took me out of the class, sat me down on the stairs, and told me I would never be an artist. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, that's like the worst thing you could probably do as an art teacher. <laughs> 
It's like that's that is the least and teaching of art I have ever heard of. It, you want to know? Okay, I hey, okay, therapy hour. I, you know what? It it's it gets worse than that. It gets worse than uh-huh. that. Understandably, I didn't like hearing that. It made of me kind of sad. I was breaking down a little bit, and she said that I reacted so strangely that she then told. She told the uh, guidance counselor that I needed therapy immediately because of how I reacted to her information <laughs> because I didn't take it well. <laughs> she said I needed to go to a therapist because I didn't take her information well. And then she signed it like I basically got signed up for it immediately. It's, it's unhinged. It just it gets so much worse than that. I'm, I'm going to stop there because it gets even worse. <laughs> but it's, it's that's bad. someone who's looking at the situation of like, why ain't. I can't be wrong in this instance. Yeah, uh, no, no it, it must be them. Not only are you not an artist, you need to go to therapy right now. Yeah, it's, just, it's because like, and, it, and it was like it was the similar thing where it's like it was it was because I didn't want to follow the this, the assignment structure. I wanted to be creative, so I'm never going to be an artist because I I don't know. Hey, whatever. You're whatever. never going to be an artist. If you can't do exactly and exclusively what I have put out in front of you, paint between these lines. That's what art is for. Yeah, it it was it was unhinged. <laughs> so I rescind that Let's... one, but every other every other art teacher I've had has been great. But that one has been that one was probably the worst teacher I've ever had. So I don't know. Shout out to most art teachers. Shout out to the rest of them. Let's yeah. shout out to this art teacher on page one oh one. Um I was just You stammer. I know what you were up to. The art teacher snaps. It's true, you realize with horror. Her glasses are just like the monocle. She pulls out a big felt marker and holds your chin firmly with one hand. She writes something on your forehead with quick strokes of the pen, and then she releases you. See how you like rainwash school now? (laughs) She cackles. The bell rings. You hurtle out into the hall, no big deal, you'll... Slip into the bathroom and just wash off whatever's written on your face. Then you feel a sudden shove to one side. Ow! You shout. But the boy who shoved you keeps walking. What's his problem, you wonder? Then you feel a bonk from behind as someone kicks you. What's going on here? You push your way through the crowd, and then finally you make it to the bathroom and peer at your forehead in the mirror. There's nothing written there, and then you remember to look through your monocle... See your way on page 75. This is the meanest kick me sign prank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, Usually they put it on people's backs, not on their forehead. It's true. You swallow as you struggle to read the words in reverse. Hit me, kick me, shove me, bop it, twist it. Bop it! You- <laughs> yes! <laughs> you try and wipe the words from your forehead. Oh no! The invisible marker won't wipe off. You step out of the hall, stunned. Immediately, you're shoved against a wall. A group of students gather to torment you. Stop! You shout. Please, think for yourselves! But they can't. They've been brainwashed by rainwash. And you've crunched... As you're crunched against a locker, you wonder how long this marker takes to wear off. Probably too long. It looks like you didn't beat Rainwash at its own game after all, because you're the one that's being beaten. Which makes this the end. Well, all right. Unfortunately, that's not how class was supposed to go. One thirty, it is. I guess we just 
forget our idea on page yeah, 130. Forget just why would why would we even bother to try and break people out of their brainwashing? Just forget plan on page 130. You decide to give up the whole idea. You don't want to get caught messing around at Rainwash boarding school. Who knows what they do if you get caught? I us. There has to be another less obvious way out of here. As art class ends, you stand at the sink and rinse your brushes. Then the bell rings and you're off to the next class. At least nothing bad happened here in art class, but as you pass the teacher on the way out, she calls to you. Come here for a moment, please. Uh-oh. Maybe you spoke too soon. Have you painted yourself into a corner? Find out on page 68. I see you've been using unassigned colors. The teacher says accusingly. You gulp. She knows. She knows you were messing with the invisible paint. It was, um, just an, uh, an accident. You stutter. You weren't supposed to touch any colors other than the ones in the mural. I'm afraid I have to give you 15 demerits. She concludes. Uh-oh. If you get 25 demerits, it's off to the detention wing. 15 is more than halfway there. She takes your class schedule and writes 15 demerits on it with bright red pen. The question is, did you already have some other demerits? Total your demerits. If they add up to 25 or more, go to the detention wing on page 28. Uh, if it's less than that, go... Wait, write 15 demerits on your class list. Go to your next class. If you've forgotten, then, I mean, go to page 60. So, mm. theoretically... I believe that means... That would be where we would go to a next, a next class. I think the fact that art is short and has this demerit point system means that computer was like a locked off path by itself and the yeah. rest of these create one uh, side. I'm I'm happy to continue to engineering if you are. Uh yeah, we can. I will say if we get 25 demerits, it brings us back to the ending we've already done. Oh, interesting. So it sounds like that's that's inevitable, and if that's true, that is not a satisfying end. <laughs> but mm. well, what's what's engineer? We'll, we'll see if we can get through that quicker. That's quicker. over on thirteen. Oh, sorry, it's not engineering; it's English. I just wrote E and G. Thirteen. Yes. All right. You're off to English engineering class. The teacher tells you all to find partners. You look carefully at the girl sitting next to you. What if she's one of the zombies? You wish you could take a look through the monocle, but if the teacher saw it, you'd be in trouble. Uh, wanna be my partner? You offer. Okay. She answers, peering back at you suspiciously. Maybe she's also noticed that things at Rainwash are a little bit weird. I'm Kate. She mutters. Is this your first year? You nod. She looks relieved. Ah, oh, mine too. She tells you. The teacher hands out assignment sheets. You and Kate have to write an essay or story together. The suggested themes are... Uh, How you could be injured while playing. And... What bad things happened the last time you disobeyed? <laughs> Great topics. Kate mutters with a smirk. Maybe we could think of a better one. You suggest. Oh, I've got a really interesting idea for a story. Kate tells you. What's the idea? Find out on page 132. 
Kate leans closer. Okay, how's this for a story? Some new students arrive at a boarding school, okay? And it's a really, like, really creepy place. And all the kids there seem to be brainwashed. You swallow and lean even closer. Oh, Kate's on the same wavelength as you. At least someone else seems to have noticed that Rainwash Boarding School is totally creepy. Maybe you should show her the monocle and show her what it reveals. And then you two could try to together find a way out. But can you trust her? What if she's really one of the zombie-like students just trying to trick you? Maybe you should play cool and pretend you don't know what she means. Show her the monocle on page 72 to play cool 49. I mean, we know there are student spies. We know there are narcs. Surely we have to play it cool until we can pop the pop the monocle up to our eye for a little bit and check the coloration of the skin. Well, yeah. that seems bad. <laughs> See if there are zombies. In the Are You a Corpse context. Yes, yes. 43 or 49? 40, uh, 49, I believe it is. You decide to play it cool. After all, Kate might be a spy for the school. Apologies, I'm making my way there. <clears throat> Maybe we should write an essay about... Um... You stammer, trying to remember the suggested topics. Oh, uh, the consequences of disobeying. Kate rolls her eyes. Oh, I can't think of anything more boring. Her hand shoots into the air. Yes? The teacher asks. Can I change partners? Kate asks. The teacher peers at you suspiciously. Gulp. Your heart starts to pound as everyone in the classroom stares at you. Well, if your partner isn't cooperating, maybe the two of you should work alone. The teacher decides. You nod your head with a smile frozen on your face. And I'll see you after class, the teacher tells you. You gulp. Maybe you should have been more cooperative. Go on to page 110. You try and write your essay alone, but you can't concentrate, knowing that you'll have to face the teacher after class. What does he want you to... Wait, what does he want to see you about? The bell rings. You go up to the teacher's desk, handing him your paper. Glares at you through narrowed eyes. If you can't work with our students, you'll never succeed here at Rainwash Boarding School. He scolds. You nod your head and swallow. <sighs> but since it is your first day, I guess I'll let you off with a warning. He explains. You sigh with a relief. That's right, a warning and 20 demerits. He adds. Your head starts to spin. 20 demerits? If you get 25, you go to the detention wing. Remember the zombie student you saw in the homeroom and shudder. He went to the detention wing. What happens there is not good. Man, this whole thing is Kate's fault, you think. Maybe you should explain that to the teacher, or maybe you should keep quiet and just take the demerits. Tell the teacher it was Kate's fault. Turn to page 26. Or take the demerits and go to page 113. But Rito, we are here effectively offered a uh, a a a a summative thrust of a point, which is to say we are offered the choice between accepting our meager previous medium successful win of popping the brain slug and just hoping there aren't any more and hoping that we manage to escape. Or we knock. Those are our two options here. <laughs> yeah. We've been clear the entire time. We aren't Knox. 20, well, 
If we take the I mean, we... if we take the demerits, I mean, okay, well, yeah, go, we... all right, let's go to one thirteen. I, I'm not. I'm not necessarily pushing one direction as much as I'm just saying that. I've, you know, we spend the entire time talking about not no, being no, no, nice. I, we give it one opportunity I'm, to. I'm with you. I'm. I'm. I'm yeah, to say that I don't think this decision matters. Let's go to one thirteen. Let's do it. You decide not to tell on Kate. After all, no one likes a snitch, Katy Perry. Oh, Kate E. Perry. The teacher asks you to hand over your class list. On it, he writes 20 demerits with big red pen. Your heart sinks when you read the words. It's not my fault if you think one last time. The question is, if you reach 25, yes. If you have, you'll be taking a trip to the detention wing. So, theoretically, we'd be going to the detention wing. Mm-hmm. Which takes us through the exact same path of yes. the test. And we either become a zombie or we manage to slug, destroy... Yes. Uh, so, theoretically, let's move over to 26 instead, then, which is if we were a snitch. Right? Sure. Let's let's do it. Let's just, see what would happen just, if we were a snitch. So, we I have 15 would, points wanna, of demerit so far. Yeah. Just, let me just humor me, because you'll see. Sure. 26. You decide to blame Kate and be a snitch. After all, why should you get the demerits for not going along with her essay idea? You quickly explain about the essay she wanted to write. The teacher seemed shocked. Then he nods his head. Uh, well, we'll have to put a stop to Kate's little tricks, he announces. You gulp, feeling guilty already. You hope that nothing too bad has happened happens to Kate. But we don't approve of tattlers here either. Ooh. The teacher snaps. Ten demerits for snitching, and ten demerits for Kate as well. Whoa, you expected Kate to get some demerits, but you can't believe you got them too. That's kind of unfair. The question is, have you reached 25? Yes. If you have, you'll be taking a trip to the detention wing. So, canonically, we're locked out of both. And mm -hmm. to be clear, it's not, if you if you have less than 25, it's not... Will then go to this page. It's go to the next class. Mm -hmm. So it really does seem like we're kind of locked into that ending. We sort of kind of got. It does seem that way. I mean, alas, it, this have... this I guess makes like for the first goosebumps that we have not ended with a uh, a, a strictly good ending. I mean, at some point. I know, but it, like it, it's and it's weird because it literally says it, it says that it's a satisfying end. Ironically, in that ending, it says this comes to a satisfying end. <laughs> mm. I mean, what was the final class we had? I mean, science on page sixty-four. I mean, we can give it a shot at this point. I'm giving sure. I'll, I'll give the book one more shot, but honestly, let's, boy, let's it, it seems like we may be maybe are on a no-win route. Or, I mean, one-win route, but it's not a, that great of a ending. For a, It's not that The mythical satisfying. mixed success route. Yeah, even though it claims it's very satisfying. You head over to science class, and you take a seat and stare down at the lab table. In front of you are some nasty-looking instruments. They include a scalpel, scissors, and a long, sharp tool that looks like it belongs in a dentist's office. What do you need those for? The teacher calls the class to order. 
She holds up a tiny electronic device between two fingers. Okay, class, today we're going to learn about bugs, she announces. Now, not the creepy, crawly kind, but the electronic kind that picks up a homing signal. She picks up another device about the size of a TV remote control, and she flicks it on, and it begins to beep. The beeping gets louder and faster as she moves the remote closer to the bug. You'd be impressed if you weren't so sure that something strange was going on here. Of course, these bugs are also good for keeping track of people, the teacher adds. Then she puts something else on her desk, and you gasp. You can't believe her eyes. It's a human arm! Stride and stay out of arm's way on page 91. <laughs> Your stomach churns as you stare at the arm, and then you realize it's not real. It's just a plastic model. Whew. Some bugs are so small that you can put them anywhere, the teacher explains happily. Even under your skin. Why would you want to do that, you wonder? A strange coldness starts to trickle into your stomach. What sort of science class is this? Here at Rainwash Boarding School, we like to keep track of our students, she says. So today, we're going to show you how to put a bug in a human arm. The teacher smiles. But why use this plastic model? You have so many healthy young specimens right here in class. Today in science, we're doing dissecting. But why use these smelly old cadavers? <laughs> <laughs> Just, what the hell? The teacher smiles. She peers around the room. Any uh, volunteers? Volunteers, you think? Is she kidding? No one makes a sound. Ah, uh, well then. The teacher frowns. I'll uh, just have to pick someone. She pauses. Oh, how about you? You open your eyes. Oh no. She's pointing at you. See if you make the cut on page 48. Uh, but I... You stammer. Yeah, nah, you'll do nicely. The teacher interrupts. Come up here right now. You look around frantically. Is there a way for you to get out of here? The only door is right next to the teacher's desk. You're trapped. You shuffle nervously to the front of the class, and the teacher takes your arm and stretches it out onto the table. First, a little rubbing alcohol and some anesthetic. Uh... She dampens a cotton ball with something from a brown glass bottle. Whatever's in that bottle feels cold, and a numbness creeps into your skin. Your eyes widen as she picks up the scalpel. You gotta do something now, or you'll be stuck with a bug in your arm. Then those freaky, freaky teachers will always know where you are, and that can't be good. Should you make a break for the door? It's only a few steps away, or maybe you could accidentally break the bug and ruin the experiment? Run for the door, 126, squash the bug, 44. I mean... I mean, they have to have more than one. Yeah. I mean, I think that we get demerits either way. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. Well, 126 uh, is going to be like clear demerits, but I mean, hey, what do you think? Let's run. Because I, I think that like, you're probably less likely to get demerits on the route when uh, you're not within range to get demerits. That's true. That's true. Like, what are you going to do? Whisper demerits into the wind while I am a dust cloud? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. 
Yes, and. Uh, you decide to make a run for it. You've had enough science for one day. The teacher lowers the scalpel blade towards your arm, and you thrust your elbow out to knock over the brown glass bottle. Ah! The teacher shouts, jumping backwards. Sorry! You cry, pulling your arm away. You sprint for the door, yanking it open and darting into the hall. The school is totally sick. You realize you've got to get out of here. You run down the long hallway, searching for an exit. <laughs> you hear a fearsome growl from behind you. You turn and see an awful beast glaring at you. It's like the huge dog you saw in the forest, you realize. His glowing red eyes, long fangs, even wearing a tag that reads Hall Monitor in neon letters. You remember the words of your guide. Don't get caught in the halls between classes. Oop. This must be why. The dog crouches and prepares to pounce at you on page 123. Ah! <laughs> now Time this makes sense. For a computer class, room 122 is full of brand new computers. <laughs> <laughs> ah! New computers! You yell, you turn and run from the vicious looking dog as fast as you can. You hear its footsteps just behind you. No, you think, you have to outrun it. You round a corner and realize you're in the students' living quarters, not far from your own room. You dart down the side of the hallway, and there's your room. You put on an extra burst of speed, you twist the handle, and you're on your door as the huge dog leaps. Open up on page 65. Um, sorry, teacher. Teacher, there's a misprint in the book. This says the dog has footsteps, where we know it has oh! paw steps exclusively. Oh! Boom! My dog put paw on me! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how get dog put paw on me? How dog how get dog put paw? How get dog put paw? Sixty five. I recently walked a friend's dog with them, and it was a very large golden retriever poodle mix. Congratulations! And it would just lean against everyone constantly. It was so adorable. Oh, oh! I put dog on me. How get dog? How good dog. <laughs> dog store? The door to your room swings open, and you tumble through and shut it tight behind you. Slam! You hear the animal smash gently into the other side of the door. The huge dog howls a sound that sends shivers up your spine, but soon you hear its snarl fading away. It's leaving, but what are you going to do now? Then you spot a slip of paper on your bed. It's the one you found when you first arrived. You pick it up and read, Rainwash Boarding School is Brainwash Boarding School. You shudder. This place is so weird. You get the feeling this isn't a joke. Oh. Oh my. For real? Then you remember the monocle in your pocket. On a hunch, you slip it in front of your eye and take another look at the piece of paper. Glimpse on page 32. Hmm. I fear we found the real full story. <laughs> Through the monocle. It's possible. You see that the piece of paper has a secret message. You found a secret lens. It reads, Good work. Welcome to the Runaways. Whoa. You swallow nervously as you keep reading. Join us. Follow the map on the other side of the piece of paper. Leads to our secret hideout. Join them? Huh. You turn the paper over and sure enough you see the map of the school in the grounds and a message that says... 
Use the hole pass hidden in the cracks to get through the holes. You fish around in the hole where you found the notes. You find an old crumpled piece of paper labeled hall pass. Okay, you're going, you decide. The map shows the way, so you steal into the hall, keeping both eyes out for the hall monitor dog. You gasp. It's that noise. You turn a corner and you find yourself face to face with the huge angry dog. Two shadows move behind it. Correction, make that three huge angry dogs. Maybe you should use the hall pass. The note said you could, it would get you through the hall safely, but dogs can't read. <laughs> Shouldn't you be running like crazy? To show the dog the hall pass 106, to run like crazy, page 30. How get dog read? How get, how teach dog read? <laughs> I couldn't understand zombies. But dogs that can read? Wow! Dogs that can glow orange and summon storms? <laughs> I mean, 106? <laughs> Want to? I mean, it's. I, We're not friendly enough with any of these dogs for them to be enervated by that power. That is true. We need we need more power of friendship, and I think to do that we need to first teach them to read. I think that let's that, do it. One oh six, show them goosebump. <laughs> you decide to show the dogs a hall pass. Maybe it'll work. You thrust the crumpled piece of paper towards the lead dog, and the beast growls and takes a step forward. Your heart pounds as its sharp, sharp teeth come within inches of your shaking hand. The dog sniffs the paths. It barks in your face. You almost jump out of your skin. As the bark, as if the bark is a signal, the other two dogs turn and slink away into the hall. The lead dog growls once more, and it turns and follows them. You stare at the hall pass with wonder. It worked. You raise at your nose and sniff it like the dog, and you detect a strange scent. So that's how the dogs are controlled, with scents. If you have the right smell, they won't attack. You continue down the hall, clutching the hall pass to your chest. Following the map carefully, you reach the door that leads outside. You push it open and emerge into the blinding sunlight. See the light on page 12. Have we just tried the door? Like, uh... just like the front door, you know? <laughs> like, at this point... I'd... I don't believe we have. Yeah. I mean... Have we also just asked if we could leave? Yeah. Say, I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah! Here's, here's how... I, I think we could do it, right? And the only way we can do it is by suggesting to a teacher, Hi, um, I'd like to leave because I have a job. I have work Ooh. to go to. Ooh. I am... <laughs> I am an unpaid intern at Megacorp Global. How can you get job? <laughs> How cat get job? How dog get job? <laughs> How get cat put on dog get job? Uh, okay. Twelve. The door closes with a snap. Before you is a forest. The one the bus drove by earlier. The one with that you first saw. The huge dog with its gleaming red eyes. Gulp. The trees are so dense that you can only see a few yards in front of you. You hold the hall pass tighter as you enter the dark woods and you crash through the underbrush following the map. Your throat tightens as you hear a low growl. Panicked, you look around. Behind you, a huge dark shadow moves through the trees. No, not again! You start and turn and run! But wait a minute. What are you worried about? You still have the hall pass, right? 
You stare down into your hands. No, you still got the map, but no hall pass. You must have dropped it. And now something is stalking you. Maybe you should just follow the map as you, as best as you can and turn towards the runaways. But you don't want to meet up with a dog without a hall pass. Maybe you should search for it first. Follow the map on page 97. Hall pass on page 84. We absolutely need to go to 97. We've used the hall pass. They don't give you two consecutive chances to use the same thing and for it to work both times. One of them's always wrong. Yeah, I think it's going to be like, a, oh, I guess that was just the ones that were brainwashed could, you know, whatever. Mm. is like, a, oh, it says one thing is do your job. And, yep. this, and these dogs don't have a job. So these are this dog's job is actually to rip my throat out yeah, of my neck. These are unemployed so. dogs. So <laughs> you decide to follow the map. You can't be too far from the runaway secret hideout. You move quickly, quietly. One wrong turn could take you into the jaws of a hungry beast. You can still hear one of them stalking you, crunching heavily through the bushes. You glance down at the map, and finally you reach the spot where the runaway's hideout should be. You peer around frantically, but there's nothing here. No! You, no! No, you whimper. You fall to the ground, exhausted. There's nowhere else to go. You hear a growl. See a dark shape a few yards away. Yikes! Then you hear something. Voices! They're coming from a cave opening! You can just make it out behind a line of bushes, and you rise and run toward it. You burst into a brightly lit cave, and it's full of kids. They stare at you suspiciously. You thrust the map towards them. I, I... You stutter. Welcome to the Runaways, one of the kids announces. Get on the welcome wagon on page 87. Hell yeah, it's Lost Boys time. Let's go. That was going to be the other podcast. The name was taken. <laughs> Legitimately? <laughs> I'm, not joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is, that's 100% true. That's, hey, if they ever had a, to be clear, lost the TV show, uh, if they ever had a Choose Your Own Adventure lost book, oh my God. Oh my God. Someone send it to us. <laughs> All right. We would be over the moon. Or someone, someone, let's commission a, a lost fan fictionist Choose Your Own Adventure book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back at the Runaways Cave, everyone seems really happy to have you around. Finally! One of them exclaims. A new member to break the tie. The tie? You ask. Well, we had two plans for destroying Brainwash Boarding School. A girl named Allie explains. And we've always had 12 members. Every time we vote on the two plans, each one gets six votes. So we need another new member to break the ice. Another runaway chimes in. Guess I'm lucky number 13. You mutter. Great. Your first five minutes has run away and you've got to make an important decision. Listen up on page 74. It's it's like when you walk into any town in a Bethesda RPG. Oh my god! Oh, so good to see you! Can you please decide the rest of our lives for us now? Yes, please. We have a very complex political problem going on here, and our town of 216 is split completely down the middle. We need one more vote. <sighs> you look tall. Could you help us sort out our hierarchy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over on page 74. Yeah. 
So I think we should gain control over those huge dogs that guard the school. Ali says. The teachers control the dogs with smells. So we snuck into the school and found the bottles of scents they use. The problem is... A dark-haired boy named Max interrupts. We don't know what each scent does. Well, we know how one scent works. Ali insists. The dogs don't attack when they can smell it. We can test the others. No way! Max exclaims. My plan is to escape to town. Then we can just tell everyone what's going on here. Yeah, but is anyone going to believe us? Ali asks. We can sneak in and take pictures of the detention wing first. Max explains. I took some cameras from a science classroom. With pictures, they'll have to believe us. All right, now you've heard both plans. Ali states. Now, everyone for my plan, raise your hand. Some of the runaways raise their hands. Ugh, just what you're afraid of. Each plan gets six votes. Everyone stares at you, waiting for your decision. What do you think, Traveler? But both plans are crazy, you think. Trying to control killer dogs? Breaking into the detention wing? You wish there was another plan. Too bad you can't think of one. To go with Allie's plan, cast your ballot on 34, Max is 67. I mean, I have. I do like the brave and daring, uh, the Allie's plan here. I mean, use dog for good? How make dog- Use dog for good! <laughs> How make dog take down uh, the man? We knew from page two that we needed to end up on this path and we're here. Let's use dog for good. Yes. I use dog for good. 34. You raise your hand high. I vote for Allie's plan. You say. Let's try to take control of the dogs. Yes! Allie cries. That's crazy. Max mutters. I'm not going to be the one to test those scents with those maniac dogs. Fine! Allie retorts, grabbing your arm. We'll test them. Then, the dogs will be in our power. Wait a minute, you didn't volunteer for that. Allie shows you the bottles containing different scents. Okay, so the teachers use this blue scent for making hall passes. She explains. The dogs won't attack you if they smell it. We'll make sure we're wearing plenty. But we think this scent in the purple bottle makes the dogs attack. Be careful not to get any on you. Goop. You take a step back from the purple bottle. Also, either the red or the green scent actually makes the dogs obey you. Allie continues. But we don't know which one. Choose carefully. Max taunts. Or you'll be dog food. Your eyes dart between the red and the green bottles and which do you choose? I've got a vibe. I, I would love to hear your vibe because I also have one. The paint is red. And it makes obey. Damn it. Is it it's contrary to mine. Red is color of anger? No. So, uh, we have three primary colors and one compound color. Mm. We are currently going to be coated in blue and purple makes things get attacked. 
if we put red on top of our blue, is it possible that we will be like mixing scents in the same way that people mix paints? Yeah. And we will have a purple scent on ourselves that the dogs will attack? I think that's probably that that's probably more what they would go for. Is that that's a very goosebumps red and blue make purple like we we know that you as kid know that so yes i think i think that yeah. you're i think that that's apt let's go 22 you decide to choose the green bottle ali sprays you both with the scent in the blue bottle the one for making hall passes and she saves the green bottle for when you meet the dogs you head back through the woods towards the school and soon you see glowing red pairs of eyes gathering around you you hear the panting of the monstrous dogs as they stalk you through the forest, and you start to tremble as you emerge into a clearing close to the school. Who voted for this crazy idea, you wonder? Oh, yeah, you did. The beasts step out into the open, bar baring their teeth and growling when Allie holds out her hand. One sniffs it and backs away. They're not attacking. The scent in the blue bottle works. Then Allie turns to you and sprays you with the green. The dog's ears perk up. When they start to crowd in around you, they move in so close you can feel their hot breath on your hands. A strangled cry of fear escapes your lips. What's happening? Are they going to attack? Find out on page 76. I think you're right. One dog opens its mouth. Its long, jagged teeth shine in the sun. It lunges forward and licks your hand. The green scent works. All the dogs yelp happily like little puppies. Come along, little doggies! You command, heading for the school. They follow obediently behind. A few teachers in the hall point at you and shout, Runaways! But the dogs turn on them with fearsome growls and the teachers scamper away. With the dogs on your side, nothing can stand in your way. You guess you'll be running things from now on. Maybe you can even deprogram all the brainwashed students to regular kids again. After all, who said you can't teach an old dog new tricks? The end. That is a much better Woo! ending much better ending and it's at the end of all four freaking classes this is a mm -hmm. doozy length episode Let's... we took the scenic route to a good time yeah so i mean I... not to do it no I... justice though i still want to make sure we express our thoughts which are to which is to say boy the whole demerit system all funneling you into the one ending that's not very satisfying is a bit of a bummer Yes, that's that's not uh, th that as well as the art, the, the the class structure that you have the ability to possibly just choose computer at the start and then be locked into a path where you can have no possibility of a positive ending. Mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily love that. However, things were written really cool, and a lot of the premises were really really fun. Yeah, I I, I like the setting. I also just really, really like, you know, the 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 uh, references that it's wearing directly on its sleeve. Like, the obvious one is John Carpenter's They Live, wearing the sunglasses and being able to see the messages underneath advertising and typical things like that. Um, obviously, as I mentioned previously, another you know, Brick in the Wall, Pink Floyd. Uh, another one that came up at a certain point was uh, when uh, we were being forced to watch subliminal messages by a chair that had clamped around us and Lost. had pulled our eyes open. <laughs> 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 exactly <laughs> just like in lost it's, it's similar to a clockwork orange the ludovico technique so like they're drawing all of these direct references mm -hmm. from adult and classic prestige horror media which is really really interesting and fun to spot 
Especially because, yeah. like, this is contemporary to, like, the release of two of those. It's true. I, yeah. I thought it, it's, it was really, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I, the, the only bummer pulling it back really was just the structure. And yeah. I think that that's, it, it's, it's unfortunate in this, in the setting where it's like we're doing it podcast styles, that feels like it has a bigger weight than it probably would if you, well, I don't know, as if you were just sitting and reading it, but I, I'd say probably not because it would probably feel really, maybe it, Maybe it'd actually be more annoying if you weren't doing it podcast styles because we like kept going back, dipping and double dipping, triple dipping and quadruple dipping mm. so that we could have an ending that didn't feel like just kind of a cop out. So, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, I never mind. I take it back. I rescind it. I think, I think it is just a, I think it is kind of a, not my favorite structure, but yeah, I, I agree. I think the writing was kind of fun. I th- I liked uh, the way they were playing around with the brainwashing, where sometimes like the book, the narrator was talking to us as if we mm. were already brainwashed. I thought that was kind of a fun angle on it, instead of it just saying you feel like you are, you know, yeah, it, like sometimes going in the same way. Like after all, after all, you love work. Like I think that like playing around with it in that way was kind of fun. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I like the kind of mysterious. Uh, yeah, the, the, like the mystery angle in a school, I think is a fun. I think it's a fun playground. Uh, and overall, I liked the book. I'm glad we got a good ending. The endings just being kind of the weakest parts, I think, is fine. Hmm. I but tend to agree. Any other thoughts before we put this <laughs> this chunker to rest? I think my very final thought is that it is really cool that on page two we encountered a dog and we're like, oh, what's the path that gets us to... And then at the very end, multiple, like, fake-outs of the possible ending of an episode of, like, I mean, maybe we'll end on not a possible... And then we end up getting the dogs on our side and just taking over the school with a pack of dogs. Couldn't be more satisfying. Deus Ex Dogana. Absolute. Loved it. Uh, yeah. Well, alas, uh, do you have the list uh, of our executive producer? Okay, then then I will not stall for time. Thank you, Motley. Thank you, Motley, to executive producer of this episode, Alex Dredd. Executive producers are pulled from the patron.com, patreon, rather.com, slash turn-to-page-cast supporters. If you'd like to help uh, support the production quality of the show, things like our ability to have picked up the intro music that you would have heard at the very top of the episode, as well as art for ongoing, different, expansive versions of uh, the Turn to Page canon, then you can find that again over at patron.com slash turn to page cast. Thanks again to Alex Dredd, Thank our executive you. producer of the week. Thank you, Alex Dredd. Thank you. On, on top of that, like, also just... Funding just straightforward. Today we read from the like a physical book, Zombie School, the physical book because it's not online. So, shoutouts. Mm. That was kind of like the big first goal of of the Patreon. Huge thanks to the people who are supporting over there. That made this not a you know a big dumb stupid decision to just get a whole bunch of these uh, these extra books so we can do these extra episodes. It is in no small part because of the Patreon that we are able to even consider doing episodes on stuff like this and uh you know potentially do other cool things in the future that we other otherwise wouldn't do so if you want to just make the show better you can help on patreon 
or you can just continue to watch and enjoy or hopefully hopefully enjoy uh in uh, over the course of time leaving likes on places where there you leave likes leaving good reviews on places you leave good reviews that's all three nice ways you can help out the podcast as well a great deal uh as well as just telling friends who might find it funny you know or might find it fun or have some kind of nostalgia to goosebumps or or what have you uh but yeah any other plugs thoughts etc before we go the roundabout way towards this how end podcast i i think none in particular on my side uh all right then that's gonna do it here for this week on turn to page Every Monday, uh, Monday at 9 a.m. CST, you will find more podcasts on all the streaming surfaces or oh, surfaces, huh? services, or on youtube.com slash at turn to page cast. We're very, very close to the 500 subscriber threshold that we need over there to become partners. If you want to help out with something small and free, that is a great thing you could do. Thank you for listening, though, and we will see you next time. Bye. Adios.